You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show, brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. It is so good to have you. Uh, if you are new to this podcast, to this show, please do me a favor, like, please subscribe, uh, whatever podcast or vidcast platform you are consuming this podcast on please like please subscribe also this is a uh, recording of a podcast so if you are joining me live right now please know that uh i am not ignoring the comment section i say this every single week it's just a matter of uh yeah just trying to stay on task trying to stay on my notes so if you want to get my attention please super chat me on youtube it'll show up in a big colorful thing and i'll be able to see it Yada, yada, yada. But as we always like to say, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee at the gym with your AirPods in on the drive to work or watching me live right now on Facebook, Twitter, X or YouTube, let me just one more time say welcome. It's good to have everybody who's piling into the comments section into the chat. I would uh, encourage all of you watching on Facebook and Twitter to jump over to YouTube. That's where all the fun happens. That's where the the best content and the best kind of uh, interaction goes about in that little community that is the comments section. So if you are not over there yet, please jump over there. But it is super good to have everybody here. Real quick, before we get started, let's hear from our show sponsor, the market dominator introducing the market dominator folks i'm john spaschek that's right the market dominator and i am the proud sponsor of the overreaction podcast hosted by my good friend joe miller you know his approach is absolutely outstanding it's excellent and that's what our approach is when we get into real estate we help our clients win just like our beloved team is doing week in and week out so folks, if you want somebody representing you with the most cutting edge technology, using artificial intelligence and everything we can get our hands on to help you win, you reach out to me directly, 716-570-3298. We will answer our phone. And one more thing, go Bills. Go Bills, that is John Spaz, check the leader of the Market Dominator team. If you were in the market to buy or sell a home, please do what I did and call John 716-570-3298. Now, I have a bunch of stuff to talk about, as you can probably surmise, as you can probably guess. Uh, and I have a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings about not only this week, but the last several weeks, and frankly, this entire season in general, Please understand that my focus is going to be in one direction in this show, but that by no means is me saying that somehow I felt the defense was good in this football game. It no by, it by no means means that somehow I felt that some other player or players were good, that somehow all of my focus and my attention is on one specific thing. It's not holistically, and I've got this in my notes, you know, Sean McDermott talks about playing complimentary football all the time. Well, the Buffalo Bills played complimentary football in this game. They complimentarily, I don't even know, all together as a compliment, they lost. So now that I've set that groundwork, that, that what I'm going to talk about 
isn't where I'm focusing all of the blame because that's what you people seem to do. Well, what about the defense, Joe? Well, what about Josh Allen, Joe? Well, what about the, the offensive coordinator, Joe? Well, what about Sean McDermott, Joe? It's like if I talk about one thing, I'm ignoring everything else, or I somehow feel that's not the problem. That's not what's happening. I just have thoughts, and I've got some feelings, and I'm not very happy, and I'm tired of being told to be quiet and sit in the corner, and then somehow I'm you know, apparently this week it came out that me and everybody else is just a, you know, an all pro on the couch offensive coordinator that knows more than they do, even though we don't know the snap, like somehow our eyes are deceiving us. Somehow when you go three football games and you score 10 points in the first half of all three football games, your quarterback looks like he's listless, like he doesn't even want to be on the football field. They can't block anybody that somehow that like what we're seeing is wrong, right? That's what, that's what you were told this week. And then you've got like, Bill's beat guys, reporters like blowing it up and saying roasted. You guys were all roasted and ha ha ha. Josh Allen got you guys, guys that are afraid to ask these like these players real questions. And as much as I don't like and have never been a fan of Jerry Sullivan, last year, this very offense, that very quarterback proved Jerry Sullivan right when Jerry asked him, Does this, do you think that this is an offense that can win the Super Bowl? Right. And Josh didn't like that question. And it turned out it wasn't even a, an offense that could win games in the playoffs. So here we sit again with the same quarterback, same offensive coordinator, same scheme, and all the same garbage going on that they finished with the, the season with. Yet, let, I haven't even gotten into my notes yet. And the funny part about this is, like, the mafia is all up in their fields. I have a record amount of tweets to read for this show, of which I'm not sure how that's going to happen. It's, like, over 90. <laughs> I've got over 90 tweets on how the mafia feels. Pray for me, because I don't know how I'm going to get this done. I honestly don't. So I digress. I got a lot of energy towards that. Um, if I say something you don't like, tune in next week. I don't know. If I say something you don't like, challenge me if you want on Twitter. If I say something you don't like, you can turn it off. I, I, it's just frustrating when you know what this football team is capable of because we watched them, we've seen them do it. I've been saying, this is in my notes later, that they work better up-tempo, not no huddle. I'm not talking K-gun. I say that I always have to qualify that statement. Jeremiah Poyer, Jordan's brother, calls it a four-minute offense. If that's what we want to call it, great. They work better. Josh is at his best in a four-minute offense. They refuse to do it until it's, like, too late. And it's like, oh, we're down by 13 points. It's fourth quarter. Maybe we should do something a little different versus running non-creep. Oh, I got to get to my notes. Anyway, all right, I got a lot of notes. This is the moment where you guys are like, should realize like, oh, he's a fan. <laughs> he's one of us. Yes, I'm pissed off. <laughs> and while you're going to get some of this energy, as John Hammer says, fire Ken Dorsey. You're going to get some of this energy for me. That, firing Ken Dorsey is not the only answer. I'm not saying that like Ken Dorsey isn't salvageable. I'm not saying that this offense isn't salvageable. Josh Allen is very much a problem. I've been saying it for weeks, of which y'all trashed me two weeks ago after the Jags game or during the Jags game. The receivers are part of the problem. The offensive line was a big problem in this football game today. Anyways, let's get started. Welcome to the show. I, I should I should just start reading tweets now. I think I've said the whole thing. I think I've said it all right there. We should just start reading tweets now. Uh, the Buffalo Bills have gone into Foxborough and firmly cemented themselves as the second seed in the AFC East, losing yet again another AFC East divisional game, this time to the New England Patriots. Uh, basically, you know, confirming that they're just going to middle around for a wild card spot and hopefully they get one right at this point. Would I mean, what have you watched? That's what I'm watching. You know, uh, Bill Belichick looked to check off his 300th win in this game and he did so. Um, I guess it's only fitting that that win, that 300th win would come against the Buffalo Bills because I believe, I have not checked the stats, but I believe that he has beaten the Bills more times than any other team in his career. But you're talking about a Patriots team that has struggled on offense impressively this year. Impressively. 
In fact, the, the Patriots have just struggled so much so that Rex Ryan came out on TV and said they sucked, that they're just an awful football team. They're garbage. They've been trash. They've been, they've been absolute, unadulterated trash this year. They haven't scored more than 20 points in a game. They went 30-plus drives without a trip to the red zone. Not 30 plays. Not 30 plays. Not like five or six drives. 30 drives without getting into the red zone in 2023. One of the worst teams in the league. They are the worst team in the league, or at least they were in turnover differential. They probably still are because they blanked out today. One, one for one. They're a bad football team with a bad quarterback. And the Buffalo Bills, your Buffalo Bills, my Buffalo Bills, just completed their third week of unwatchable football. Bad offense. And a defense that allowed a trash team to score 29 points on them. And when it mattered, when it came down to it, a screen pass went for 34 yards with players trying to push him out of bounds to stop the clock? What happened to tackling the guy in the field that basically set them up for the go-ahead score that they couldn't also stop? And there's a lot of people out there right now that have been fighting with me for the last six hours about how, you know, it's the defense, it's the defense. What about the defense? And for me, this game was about the offense. Because while the defense has injuries, and I still think they're playing pretty well, your offense has to help them. Your offense has to put the defense in a position to be able to play defense. And the way that this Buffalo Bills team has won, playing complementary football, is they get out to an early lead, which puts the defense in a position to win. The offense doesn't do that for several weeks. The defense can't win. It's just how they're wired. Got my first super chat, David Reed with the, with, the, with the super chat. David, thank you so much for being not only a part of this show, but you're a, a consistent member and a consistent watcher to this and listener of my banterings. So thank you so much. Uh, he says, uh, I'm slightly, unhi- slightly unhinged at the moment, but I think Josh should have spent time in the offseason with Jordan Palmer instead of at a buffet in Mexico <laughs> with a Hollywood actress. Sorry, not sorry. Um, there's something wrong. There's definitely something off with Josh Allen. Sterling Furrow in the actual official Buffalo Rumblings postgame show said he just doesn't look right. It's like the fun is gone. Like the the energy, the little kidisms, the boy, the, the, the childhood football player that we've grown accustomed to seeing and that we've all fallen in love with just seems to be gone. It's He's vanished. On the sideline, he's just a guy with a glassy-eyed stare at the screen as he's kind of watching. There's not a whole lot of and, – and, and Sterl said it as well, and I agree. Granted, we're not seeing the entire – like the whole time he's on the sideline, but something just doesn't seem completely right. And this is probably, I think, the first year that he did not spend time with Jordan Palmer. Getting back to the offense. This is an offense for the Buffalo Bills whose players and coaches would convince you they are not struggling. It's just a week-to-week league. It's almost like in the post-game like breakdown, there was a memo that went out. It's a week-to-week lead, league. Tell everybody it's a week-to-week league. You know, We just laid an offensive egg for the third week in a row, but it's fine. It's just a week-to-week league. Like You, you can't judge us by this. It's a, it's a week-to-week league. Like, It's week to week. That's what that means. A Bills team that has content creators like myself, but not me, that would argue with you that like our third down efficiency and completion percentages are like number one in the league. And they'll try to convince you that this quarterback and this offense has not regressed. There's nothing to see here. It's a week to week league. A once dominant Bills offense with with Superman at quarterback having scored only 10 points, as I told you earlier, in the first halves of three football games. But because Josh Allen and the offense turned it on in the fourth quarter of each of those games, the fans will argue with you that they played great. The amount of arguments I've had with people on Twitter about how Josh Allen played. I had somebody tell me today that Josh Allen played great. I, I was told after the Jaguars game, Josh Allen played great. 
I was told after the Giants game that Josh Allen played great. No, he played great in the fourth quarter. When they got into a fourth minute, four-minute offense, when the tempo and the rhythm and Josh Allen was allowed to become himself and play the type of football that he plays, that's when he started playing good. But he did not play great for all of those football games. And the, that same person, those people that tell you that Josh Allen played great are the same people that want McDermott fired right now. He's the reason. This team is never going to win as long as Sean McDermott is the head coach of this team. Sean McDermott's the problem. Not the quarterback. There's plenty of blame to go around between the quarterback, the offensive coordinator, the head coach, the defense, guys like Dawson Knox that keep dropping passes at the worst possible times. But it's a week-to-week league, Joe. Didn't you hear the players in their, pro, in their, in their, in their post-game pressers? It's a week-to-week league. The offensive coordinator is fine. Your head coach has complete. And your head coach, so there's blame to go around. Sean McDermott literally came out in his pro, post-game presser and was asked about Dorian Williams, said that we were, he was giving up plays and felt that maybe we needed to make a change there. At the very like same presser, a couple questions later, he said that I have complete confidence in my offensive coordinator. So Dorian Williams misses a tackle or two, and you're going to yank him on a team that you lead that traditionally is horrible at tackling. You yank the kid, but your offensive coordinator that can't seem to get out of his own way and get a team motivated, find rhythm and tempo, you got complete confidence in that guy. The QB is fine. The line is fine. The offensive line. The QB's weapons are fine. It's no big deal. It's, it's just week to week. It's a week-to-week league. But every week, for the last three weeks, this is what the offense looks like. It's not week-to-week if this is who you are every week. This isn't a situation where teams are coming in and beating you and every game looks different. This game looks different from last week, looks different from the week before. When it's the same exact thing, this is who you are weekly. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Payton Plays, who's Payton on on, uh, Twitter, comes in with the best comment so far. Thank you so much for this. He says, maybe they mean week to week, (laughs) W-E-A-K, to (laughs) W-E-A-K. Well played, brother. Super well played, and thank you for the super chat, and thanks, Payton, for being an awesome guy that uh, listens to and watches my stuff and hangs out with me, and yeah, so Payton's a good dude. If you're not following him on Twitter, you should. Oh, but wait, there's more. (laughs) <laughs> um, to that point about the uh, Josh Allen's comments about uh, all pro on the couch offensive coordinators at home yada 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 I put a tweet out about that because Charles Davis on the broadcast I'm sure you all heard it you know basically criticized the Bills offense to which I then sarcastically put a tweet out there that you know like Ooh, who does this Charles Charles Davis guy think he is as an at home all pro all offensive coordinator and people lost their minds like lost, there's still people like commenting on that. They were bad. What would you expect them to say? Uh, it was sarcasm. <laughs> like everybody can see it. Everybody can see it. 
So when, when you're reading my tweets, either keep up, right? Like just be better about my tweets. Cause I know that I know I'm all over the place sometimes on Twitter, but more oftentimes than not, I'm trying to prove a point with like a sarcastic thing, or I'm trying to be silly or mm, I don't know. Two losses, one squeaked out win to a severely lesser opponent with a backup quarterback. It's week to week. Nothing to see here. Everything's fine. Getting into this game a little bit, you know, the Bills, they started slow on offense yet again, which we've been talking about. They had a bad turnover on the first play of the game. Josh Allen stared down his receiver, which in my opinion is completely unacceptable for an all-pro quarterback. Why, at what, I mean, this isn't year two. This isn't year one, three. This is year, like, what, five, six? Like, he's been in the league a long time. He's played in huge football games, AFC championship games, like many playoff games. From the snap, his eyes were on one receiver, which allowed that (laughs) linebacker to back off the way that he did. What are you doing staring down your receiver like that? The offensive line played awful. The the interior of the offensive line got dog-walked into Josh Allen's lap over and over again. A couple bad penalties in this early in this game. Some poorly timed drops. This team lacks execution, which we're hearing a lot of that word. That, oh, we just got to execute. Oh, we just got to execute. Even though there's no creativity to this offense, we got to execute. For sure. I mean... Even the worst football team with the worst quarterback and the worst players on their offense, if they executed, executed, they'd win football games. But the reality is, is they don't execute because they're a bad football team and they lose. I would tell you holistically as a fan base, don't accept that phrase if we just would execute. They're not a team playing like the greatest show on turf. They're not running plays like the Miami Dolphins who are on TV right now with crazy motions and all types of creativity in their offense. If the Dolphins stop executing, that's going to be like a nightmare. They're doing complex, difficult stuff on their football team. The Bills are having a hard time executing like passes to the flat and like simple routes. This team, this offense is devoid of rhythm. Like I said, creativity. And you know, what's missing? What is missing? What is missing from this offense that's not allowing them to execute? That's not allowing them to find rhythm that that is lacking creativity. What's happening? Who's responsible for it? And who's responsible to fix it? You'd think the head coach first, right? Gotta be a come to Jesus meeting in here somewhere. We saw Sean McDermott have probably the coldest handshake he's ever had with another head coach last week with Brian Dable. And there were a lot of people that were like, well, that's because Brian Dable and the Giants played kind of a dirty game. They went after some guy's legs. They did some late hits and blah, 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 blah. That's not why. Dable and McDermott did not get along when Dable was here. I don't know why, but I could venture to guess, and you all could probably surmise as well, The reason they did not get along is because their philosophies were starkly different. They had crazy, they they contrasted big time. As much as we have heard Sean McDermott say, we got to score touchdowns. We got to score touchdowns. The point of this is to score touchdowns. You can't help but think that he's incredibly conservative. We know that he wants a run game. Brian Table was content to throw the football all over the field with the greatest quarterback in the NFL. And it worked. Until it didn't. So why is Sean McDermott after the third game like this, the fourth one this season, why is he saying he's got a hundred complete, he's got a hundred percent complete confidence in in his offensive coordinator. Why is he completely confident? Is it because he knows Dorsey's going to fold and give him what he wants? But in the same press conference, so he says when asked just like what's kind of going on, he's, he's hammering this notion. I don't know if you caught his presser that the biggest problem that they have on offense is they're not winning on first down. 
He said it a lot. He said it a bunch of times. We're not winning on first down. We got to win on first down. We're not winning on first down. And the reality is, is to me, that sounds a little bit like a shot. Because it's not only execution, it's about the play. In order to win on first down, not only do you have to execute the play, but the play's got to be right. And as I said, there's zero creativity to this offense. If you don't believe me, you watch the Bills game. While you're listening to me, pop on the Dolphins and Eagles game right now. Those are two incredibly creative offenses. Watch those offenses and then go back and watch ours today from, from today's game. <coughs> and if you think that our offense looks as create, creative, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe I should, maybe you should be doing this show and I should be watching you. Zero creativity schematically and in play calling zero. It's vanilla. This, this is a vanilla offense. And moreover, this is a vanilla offense that the players are having a hard time executing. Think about that for a second. You got a defensive-minded head coach constantly saying we've got to play complementary football. You got to wonder. It, you've got to wonder in his mind what does complementary mean? What is what is a complementary offense to a strong defensive football team? I don't have that answer. I don't want to venture to guess what that answer is because it's going to lead me down a path of playing conservative run first football, right? But even the Patriots with Bill Belichick, who's probably the greatest mind, defensive mind in football, they were at their best when they had a great defense and Tom Brady was out, allowed to go out there and let it rip. Right? But if the plan for this football team is to make Josh Allen look pedestrian, right? Congratulations, Sean. It's worked because he looks pedestrian, bored, out of it. I don't know. Not He doesn't look like he's having the best time of his life. He wasn't having as much fun in this game as Matthew Judon was on the sideline. Just calling it like I saw it. What used to be a freewheeling, off-script superstar who could beat you from anywhere on the field has become a mechanical game manager with happy feet early in games until it's time to cut him loose to get us back in the football game. Four-minute offense. I've already said it once in this show, and I've been saying it for years. I've been asking questions to people that know, whether they're content creators or professional football players, if it's that obvious, painfully obvious, that this football team and Josh Allen is better in an up-tempo, four-minute offense where the urgency is built into it, that's just how they they execute a hundred times better. They're not a, a, a trotting, tragic, whatever, like prodding along like one play after the other. As much as they are capable of doing nine-minute drives, that's not who they are. They're, they're good at nine-minute drives when they've got a lead. When they're down, they're not good at nine-minute drives. Because the defense plays them plays them different. They need an offense. They need a strategy. They need a scheme. They need creative plays where urgency is built in. And I've asked people in the, in, in the past, why don't they just run that offense? And I don't necessarily expect anybody to give me a real answer. You really can't. Who knows why they don't? They just don't. But at this point, ask yourself, who are you confident that this team could beat besides the Dolphins for some reason? For some reason, Josh Allen is still the Dolphins' daddy. What confidence do you have, Bills Mafia, in this offense? In this quarterback to execute the offense that he's been given? What confidence do you have in this offense to play complementary football to the defense? It's funny to me how quickly people are so like so people are so quick to jump ship on this defense when despite offensive woes they played pretty good against the Jags for 3 quarters. Despite offensive woes they played really good against the Giants for 3 quarters. Despite offensive woes they played pretty good against the Patriots for at least a half. I'm calling out everybody. I'm calling out the coach. I'm calling out the head coach, the offensive coach, offensive coach. I'm calling out the defense. I'm calling out the quarterback. I'm calling out the players. I'm calling out the fans. I'm calling out everybody on this show. 
Everybody. Everybody's a target. There's just uh, this. It used to be expected that this football team was going to win the East. And by used to, I mean like literally a couple weeks ago. And now I'm not even sure they're going to beat the Bucks on Thursday night. We used to have a football team with a quarterback who was a nightmare for defensive coordinators. He'd crush you with his arm and stomp on your ashes with his legs. I just want it back. He, it's, he's the same guy. It's the same team. His wide receiver's still here. He's got the best running back he's ever had. Maybe two of them. Latavius Murray is probably the best running back he's ever had for all of his running backs that, that weren't named James Cook. I know Shady McCoy was with him for one year, but Shady was older. He's got the two best running backs he's ever had. He's now got probably the best tight end in Dalton Kincaid he's ever had. He's got guys on this team that he won't throw the football to in Trent Sherfield and Deontay Hardy. And every time Deontay Hardy catches the football, he makes a dude miss. Throw that guy the football more. All the pieces are there. The, the stew is ready. Everything is in the stew. Somebody just got to eat the damn thing. But it's just a week-to-week thing. NFL's week-to-week. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Maybe we'll we'll do it next week. I'm actually doing okay on time. I don't know how I'm going to read 90 tweets, but we'll see. Real quick on the game itself, uh, which I think I already said once, but you know the the, the Bills. Uh, I can probably skip this section. Uh, this is just this is just me recapping the game. They're allowing the, the Patriots to do what they wanted to do offensively, kind of early. I felt that the Bills holding the Patriots to, to field goals was clutch, which it was. It kept the Bills in it, especially after the Tyler Bass miss. Uh, this is an offense, the Bills' offense that requires tempo. The Bills opened the second half with a strong drive capped by a short touchdown to Cook, which, which was, that to me was a game changer for this game. Uh, yada, yada, yada. 66. The Bills had 66 plays in this game to the Patriots' 55. 66 plays. Meanwhile, I'm being told, so they had to hit plenty of opportunity. <laughs> I'm told the defense played horribly and the offense played great. The Bills had 66 plays, offensive plays to the to their opponents, 55, and lost. But the defense played bad and the offense played great. That stat says a different, tells you a different story. At the end of the day, I want to say the Bills ran out of time, but they didn't. They got their fannies waxed by a team taking great joy in beating them. While they very unenergetically, these are this is a direct quote that I have here, ran a crap ton of plays on offense. And no, as much as I'm being down and blaming everybody, and I can see my watcher count dropping and going up and dropping and going up and dropping because people aren't happy with what I'm saying, which is fine. The season is definitely not over. 100% not over. We're seven weeks in. The Bills are four and three. If the Dolphins don't beat the Eagles tonight, which it's currently 17 to three, the Eagles are winning. The Bills are much more in control of their destination. But the Bills are just not making it easy on themselves. They're just not. And they're, they've got the pieces to be great. That's why you should be as frustrated as I am. Go to the Super Chat. From Darcy, Darcy, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I appreciate you. Been a fan my whole life. Wide right was in my college years, and it hurt. This team is underachieving, but it's still better than the 17-year drought. Hashtag Go Bills. You're not wrong. It's great to be able to have conversations about how good our offense could be versus wishing we had the players, right? Real quick, I'm going to give you the story of this football game for me from where I sat, and it's not really about the football game. It's just more of a reality of where we are. The story of this game is just the uh, all of the takebacks, <clears throat> all the things that I got to take back for, for this year so far. So Terrell Bernard, I'm the guy, <clears throat> personal accountability moment. I'm the guy that said that there's no qualified or quality starting middle linebacker on this roster. And then Terrell Bernard was like, hold my beer. And Terrell Bernard turned into or is turning into a pretty decent guy. I'm the guy that said that uh, maybe letting Josh be Josh was a bad thing. <clears throat> 
And uh, now I'm backtracking on that completely. No, no, please let Josh be Josh. I'll take the losses against the Jets to have to not have three game stretches like we just had. I'm also the guy that said that this was a team that was finding themselves four weeks ago. I said that, and they are officially a team that has lost itself. They have zero identity at all, in my opinion, on offense specifically. I mean, it's it's wild to me to watch a football team that opened the season. Remember, think back. This is an offense. <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what's going on with my voice. This is an offense that was taking what defenses were giving them consistently all over the place. Just basically, Josh would drop back, take what the defense gave him over and over and over again. In the last two games, they've stopped that completely. I think I saw one throw where Josh was like, oh, that guy's just open and threw it over to the, to the running back, threw it over to James Cook. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And if I have a hope, if I have a prayer, it's that I'll be eating crow on all of the stuff that I'm talking about on this show in a couple of weeks, that the ship will be righted. This offense and our quarterback will look like the offense and quarterback that we love so much do we trust and we will have returned this football team will have returned to who we all know this team can be because we all still believe right we all still believe i don't overly have the time to get into stats nor do i have the time to do due towards there aren't really many due towards from this game anyway uh so i'm gonna re- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna try to hit the tweets uh and i'm gonna go fast so if i read your tweet great if i don't if i don't say what your ad is on twitter please forgive me there's just a lot uh i ended this football game the buffalo bills fall <coughs> excuse me fall to the one and five new england patriots in a game where the offense failed to show up again until late clearly nothing is wrong hashtag sarcasm or i should say uh uh, uh backslash sarcasm how are you feeling, Bills Mafia? Reading your emotion-filled tweets live in the show at 9 p.m. Here we go. The Queen of Chaos, who is the social media manager for the overreaction uh, handle. Time to fire the whole team and get that first overall pick. <laughs> well, Trish, I don't think that's where I'm at. Uh, yeah, that's a... Uh, although she did say the whole team, which means she probably means Tyler Bass as well, which is a very big like deviation from where she is because t-bass is her favorite player uh my guy payton that payton says uh it's opening day and here's the first pitch and the season's over <laughs> well it's not opening day it's week seven but uh yes that's great um da, 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 da. jackie broder says fire dorsey no i don't care who we replace him with uh for the rest of the season it's obvious this little experiment is not working and it may have cost us two chances at a championship mcdermott's defense is beat up and i'll give it a pass but execution issues uh, that's on Sean, man. Jackie, I agree. Papa Ron, I'm feeling like this team isn't a playoff team right now. We know they are better than this, but something is wrong. Allen coaches mentally. I don't know at this point. I don't know either, uh, Ron, but I agree with you 100%. I think I said it earlier. Uh, Mr. Keller, my guy, Josh, uh, he says uh, the Bills need to stop pretending they can win just by showing up. Uh, you would have think or thought, Josh, that they'd have figured that out last year, but they clearly have not. Uh, and this isn't just a Dorsey thing. The players in the field need to make, make the plays too, and he's 100% right. Bills Media 716. The 2021 Bills were 7-6 and six after losing to the Jaguars 9-6. to six. <clears throat> They are looked at as our best chance at a Super Bowl recently. Let's be positive, Bills Mafia. I know we've disagreed, but you were the GOAT, Joe Miller. We will be fine. Go Bills. Brother, I appreciate that, and I'm going to retweet that because you were the man. So, whoopsies. I just hit the wrong button but we'll get back to it here in a second appreciate you my dude um and by the way if i ever go back and forth with any of you on twitter i'm not being hateful or disrespectful i'm just very direct just kind of like in the way that i talk generally so uh don't be afraid to like if if i really upset you to dm me and just ask me if i'm okay because yeah and i'll be like oh no i'm great um yeah uh brandon altman the bills are not who we thought they were defense the defense has major holes the injuries are starting to show the offense has no rhythm unless we are running the two-minute offense see a bunch of you all pro on the couch 
offensive coordinators. Here we go. You guys don't know what you're talking. It's just a week to week league, Brandon. Have you not heard? Uh, forget the win- forget winning the division. Making the playoffs is a question mark at this point. Pamela, my girl Pamela says uh, projection of what I will look like in five years. <laughs> old lady screaming. Basically, it's old man yells in the clouds, which is what I am today. Xavier Stutz, uh, I feel like I'm a burning building with all the exits blocked right now. Why does God smite us? <laughs> smite me, almighty smiter. <laughs> Little Bruce Almighty for you. Scottish Bills fan, uh, Bills Mafia Jason, my guy from over in Scotland who I got the uh, pleasure of meeting while I was in London. Here's a nice bit of Scottish phraseology to describe this team right now. Gash. All, th- all three phrases are gash. And then he says effing gash. Gift-wrapped gift wrapped Bill Belichick. <laughs> 300th win uh gash he says and then he's got the playoffs playoffs you kidding me uh what's funny about that gash the whole gash piece is that uh like i'm reminded of when saxa dave i brought him on live when he was in uh in buffalo last year and he said that we were like he was off his tits and i was like uh what (laughs) what does that mean to which apparently in london or in england being off your tits means that you've had too much to drink so I thought that was really funny. Sorry, just reminded. Karen, go Bills. Let's go Buffalo. Wildest Dreams Land has been canceled until further notice. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Jose Whosoever, underscore 777. 27 to 41, question mark. Tell me that isn't right. That's a nightmare stat for any quarterback. It's actually 65%. So it's not really a nightmare stat, but it's not great. It's it's more about what the passes were, who they went to, and what they looked like more so than it was, you know, 27 to 41. 65 isn't bad. Bill S. says, just like every father, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Right there with you, bro. 2023 Josh Allen has arrived is the next uh, uh, tweet. Hot take. What an effing crap show. Offense is lethargic and cannot string consecutive quality uh, drives together because we seem excuse me, at a loss about how to use all these weapons on the field. I don't think it's about not knowing how to use the weapons. I think it's more about Josh Allen, and Sterl said this on his show, uh, and we have not talked. I feel like Josh Allen, I've said this on a couple shows, doesn't trust anybody besides Stephon Diggs. I don't know why that is. It just doesn't feel like it feels like it just feels like he's the only guy that he trusts. Uh, he goes on to say the defense is banged up so bad, and it's only week seven. Where the hell did that aggressiveness go? It's a great question. Aaron Knight says, frustrated. This roster is too talented. They should be six and one. Aaron, you're not wrong. Just say no to turf. Ah, my guy, Saxa Dave. Uh, doesn't matter how we feel. They'll roll out the same old tired excuses. We weren't good enough, didn't execute, need to be better, blah, blah, blah. He's So Dave's, in, Dave's probably asleep right now. He's probably in bed. And he literally is telling you prophetically what was going to happen in the postgame pressers, and he's right. Uh, we weren't uh, good enough. We didn't execute, need to be better, blah, blah, blah. Time for actions, not words. Stop playing down to opponents and start doing something on offense before the fourth quarter. We should end the show right there. Jer- but I've still got like 40 tweets to read. Uh, Jeremy Bulliard. I don't know what I've done to myself here. Uh, the Bills let Mac Jones complete 25 of 30 passes. Are you serious? <laughs> I did not know that because I didn't get into the stats, but 25 of 30. Oh, Autumn. My girl, Autumn. It's extremely frustrating. They can do better. We know they can, but they continue to underperform. It's funny to me how often your guys' feelings and emotions in these tweets line up with my notes. Um, and by awesome, I just mean that we're on the same page, which is probably why so many of you that tweet me listen and watch this show because we're on the same page. They feel aloof, she says. We hear them say they are working on it, but whatever they are working on does not seem to be helping. The division is gone and the playoffs are slipping away. It's week seven. Season's not over to Josh Allen's point, which, by the way, you know, I'm going to stop right there real quick because uh, I'm going to show you something. This is Josh Allen's post-game press conference. Um, execution. You know, start off play one. Guy makes a good play, falls off on the on the bow route. I, I need to see him there. Um, but yeah, you know, not, it's not a not a good way to start a game. When you say execution, Josh, I mean, you get to a point as an offense when you do execute. But it is kind of a pattern now within games where it's slow. Is it is it recognition of what defenses are doing? I don't want to put words in your mouth. What is it that's preventing you from getting to where you need to be earlier in the game? 
Well, I wish I knew the exact answer because we'd we'd have it fixed by now. So um, I'm gonna watch this film and, and find a way to to get there, whatever it is. Um, you know, our season's not over. It's a long season. I know it feels pretty bleak right now, but um, you know we're we're gonna figure it out. You all right? You shoulder okay? Yeah. Was it did it affect you. you at all today? You looked a little off at, at times, I thought, but uh, pain management, any of that effect at all? No, we're good to go. You were pretty vocal this week about the, the offense and the play calling and everything. You you are fully confident in the in the plan that you guys take when you go in on a day like today? Yeah, absolutely. Before I get back to reading your tweets, a couple things. That is the shortest Josh Allen press conference probably ever as a Buffalo Bill. is a minute and a half long. <laughs> Tell me something isn't going on. And I don't feel like his dejection, as much as we've seen dejected Josh before, is necessarily de- dejected Josh after a loss. And I... My eyes and my heart can't help but go back to the picture of him walking out with Brian Dable last week out of the stadium after they built, and just like them being engaged in a conversation. I don't think the conversation that they were engaged in was, so, how's the new house? Great. Thanks for asking, Brian. How are things going in, in New Jersey? Did you find a place to live? How's the family settling in? They looked like they were in a pretty in-depth conversation about other stuff. And I'm not on the bandwagon or this weird thing that Josh is wanting to leave. I don't think that at all. But I think there's trouble on the home front. I think literally Josh is getting tired of being asked questions about this offense that he can't answer because he's a stand-up guy. That's just what I think. I have nothing to back it up. I have no source on that. But that that Josh Allen press conference was amazingly interesting to me. Anyways, getting back to your tweets. The division is gone. Playoffs are slipping away. So, yes, that was Autumn. Thank you so much. Uh, Jose, whosoever, they made us hope at the end, and then they crushed us. <laughs> He's got the gift from the office. Says, this is the worst. You're right. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. I'm Mike 23. Just like I said last week, overpriced tight end knocks, and we don't have a number two wide receiver. Gabe Davis is a solid third. I, you know, there's people out there that love Gabe Davis. I love Gabe Davis as well as a third receiver. He just doesn't do enough as a second. He's not dangerous enough as a second to open up the rest of the offense. But Josh Allen not running is also a problem that's not allowing this offense to open up. Buffalo Rumblings, the motherland, actually commented on this. Uh, Buffalo Rumblings said, uh, "Can't wait for the twenty twenty. <laughs> can't wait for the twenty twenty three season to start." <laughs> uh, and that was like forty seconds ago. Great, got it in there right under the wire, Darcy. Uh, I can never pronounce last names. Kinesi, I think. Uh, our offense is flat. At this rate, we won't even make the playoffs. When can we start saying Dorsey is on the hot seat? Hashtag go Bills. Hashtag Bills Mafia. I think Dorsey is probably quietly on the hot seat. Richard Rush, my guy Richard Rush, who's in the comment section. Me trying to make sense of it all is the uh, stick figure gif of uh, the person bashing their head against the wall. You just can't at this point. None of this makes sense. We know who this offense is, who they can be, and what they're capable of. And we're just not seeing it. Jason at Jason289. I'm not going to read all that. Let's uh, not forget they should have lost to the second worst team in the Giants last week as well. Should be, th- could, he says should be, could be is better. Could be three and four. All three losses are AFC teams, one and two in the division. If Miami wins today versus the Eagles, I don't see the Bills catching them for the division and may miss the wild card. He says, Will, I'll say may. You're not wrong. Uh, we need the Dolphins to lose this football game against the Eagles, and uh, the Bills have some serious uphill climbing to do. And I'm going to be honest with you. Any season with Josh Allen as your quarterback, any season, any season with Josh Allen as your quarterback that you do not make the playoffs is an utter failure of a season. Period. End of story. C-Dub. At Bills, I'm sure. Sorry, uh, hashtag Bills Mafia. Quite frankly, I'm not enjoying this. No, sir, I am not. He's got the gift of Ricky Bobby. I'm not really sure what to do with my hands. Uh, such a clutch movie. What a great gift. Bills fan UK. The whole effing team needs to be shot into the sun. <laughs> Absolutely pathetic showing from the offense once again. Mike Graham. 
Uh, I'm feeling like the Bills might be frauds. How is our healthy offense letting down our beaten up defense? We can't expect the defense to make plays all game. The offense needs to do something. I don't necessarily disagree. Bills fans to you uh, says uh, has the gif uh, from Saturday Night Live. I can't remember the, the guy's name from the news. The news thing He says, uh, don't worry. Well, you know what? Buffalo Bills fan to you. I'm worried. Uh, British Bulldog, uh, in a few weeks, we've got a three-game run of Philly, Casey, and Dallas. If we're struggling to get it together against potentially the worst two teams in the NFL right now in New England and New York Giants, I dread to think how we're going to look down the stretch. This is the weird thing about this football team. The Bills play to the level of their opponent. They pretty much always have, save that 2020-21 season where they went down the stretch uh, and won like eight or nine games in a row leading up to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the AFC Championship game. So you would think that they're going to play up to those opponents, which makes even less sense. But here we are. Mark Conlon says three straight weeks. Guy was reading my notes. So I don't know how he's got hacked into my notes, but he's reading my notes. Uh, Lycanthropia, Donatello, and Portaluca. That's an, that's this person's name. It's, it's uh, Valerie something. She's just not happy. And I don't disagree with you. It hello. That is this person's handle. It hello. IT or maybe Lieutenant, Lieutenant, hello, it, IT, or LT, hello. Every year we swear we won't ride the roller coaster, and here we are riding that roller coaster. Bills are still going to win the division and still losing the playoffs like every year. Relax, people. <laughs> Wait, you, you lifted me up, and then you crashed me on the rocks. Like, we're still going to win the division. Yes, we're still going to lose, and then we're going to lose in the playoffs. Like, wait, 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 that wasn't fun. That wasn't fun at all. Like, that was that's not a great tweet. Uh, Joseph Livinshin, or Livshin, sorry. Absolutely disgusting all around. Defense was horrible all game. Offense woke up too late. But Ajay, A-G-A-I, interesting. Defense is is the worst, worst team in the league match right down the field. I don't know what you're trying to say there, Joseph. Can't help you. I'm sorry. James Alexander Parks. Uh, something is definitely wrong with this team. I can't put my finger on what. It seems to be all around communication issues. Even the defense looked poor today, and they had been faring well considering the injuries. Really need the Eagles to do us a favor later. I'm very concerned. So am I. Laskeezy or Laskees. Defense made Mac Jones look like a Hall of Famer. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, I know we've got injuries. He, he act, They made Mac Jones look like a game manager, which is what it seems like they want Josh Allen to be, a game manager. They want to turn him into what you saw Mac Jones be today. I know we're, we've got injuries, but, man, that was bad, not inspiring confidence. But we were 7-5 and five the year we looked best in the playoffs this era two years ago. That's my only hope that I have left. Uh New Ninja skills. All right. I like it. I feel like Dorsey should be fired immediately. And McDermott should be on the hot seat. This is unacceptable. And we saw uh, the same inability to drive the ball last season, leading to our D being stuck on the field too much. This is last year's plan all over, except uh, the opponents know that what the game plan is now. Agreed. Mrs. KCB. Thank you for being part. Thank you for being a part of the show. Emotional take. There's not a lot of time left for more. Veiled player comments about what's wrong each week. Too much kumbaya. I call for scorched earth. The sun, however, will rise tomorrow. Go Bills. I'm going to be honest with you. This has been a very tight-lipped locker room for since McDermott got here, and a lot of that is part of you know the respect that they have for that man as a head coach. But I, too, would like to see the, Wa the Washington Commanders dude was like, I'm sick of mother trucking losing. It's been eight years, seven years of losing, and I'm done with the losing. And we got to stop. Like, yes, like, let's go a little scorched earth. Let's, let's get some reality out here, and let's start talking about this so we can break this problem down and start fixing it, in my opinion. Buffalo Dragon is next up. I don't know how to feel right now. We're consistently struggling and have been like that since the Jags game. I don't feel like the Bills are a playoff worthy or that they are playoff worthy if we keep playing like this. I don't necessarily disagree. KT, cut Josh loose. Let him call his own plays. Let him run and scramble. Do the alien things he does best. I agree. Uh, Camo Chasers, I can't do you. Some of your guys' names, I don't know if this is a real name. It is because it says it's at it's at hey, it's camo. So this is your real name, and I'm butchering it. And I apologize, camo. So it's got to be camo K A M E A U X to chairs. I don't even know. I just put a curse on a Bills and Sabres opponents for the remainder of the 2023 20, 24, 24 season. Someone has to do something. All right, black magic. Here we go. Uh, Justine Marie, I want to cry and be reborn to another city. Mm. I, 
there were years for this podcast, 2019 and I think 2020 as well, where I was basically saying that I was mad at my dad for making me a Bills fan. And I just know that my daughter someday is going to be just as upset at me for making her a Bills fan as I am at my dad for making me a Bills fan. Yikes. Colty, the interception uh, from the start of the game set the tone for the game. I was at UW when Josh played for the Pokes. I have every right to criticize him when he plays terrible. The first half of the game he did, Josh is not himself. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's a problem on the home front. He's got two in here. Uh, nope, I don't see a second one. Uh, oh, now I got to scroll all the way back down again. Son of a gun. You baited me into that, hitting that button. Where are we at? If I miss a couple, it's all your fault. Uh, I don't know if it's a problem in the home front. Oh, here we are. However, you are a prof- you are a professional. We all have professional jobs. Whatever happens at home stays at home when you're on the clock. The clock, you are 100% focused on your job. Josh doesn't look focused on, on this job. The second half, he looked a lot better when he became Superman. You're not wrong, Colty. James Allen, there doesn't seem to be any passion left on the field. There's passion in inter- interviews when defending coaches from criticism, but nothing on the field. Why does the offense look alive in the fourth quarter when they have to be aggressive to stay in the game, but not in the first three quarters? That's the question we're all asking because it's a week-to-week league. Did you not hear about that, James? It's a week-to-week league. That's why we can't do anything in the first half of football games because it's week-to-week, even though it happens every week. If you followed that Johnny O, there will be firings. If this continues, in my opinion, and 91 comments now, Joe, also Josh making that comment about the fans in, uh, is not him. Usually he always seems to be on the fan side. Clearly this is, there's a lot of frustration in that building. I agree. I think it's coming to a head at some point in the next couple of weeks. If they don't write this ship, Wally backpack. I'm tired of the bills playing horribly the last three weeks. I feel that the team stopped playing well. Once Milano went down, I don't agree with that take. I appreciate the take, Wally, but I don't agree with it. I'm tired of the Bills Mafia who can uh, who call you a bandwagon fan if you criticize the team in any way. Uh, no criticism here. This team needs to be criticized. Ryan, fire the head coach and Dorsey. I was done with McDermott after 13 seconds. Well, then you're probably still going to be waiting a long time because I don't think McDermott's going anywhere anytime soon. Florida man Rob, <clears throat> excuse me, big game Gabe has to change his name to one catch Gabe. Wide receiver two can't even get us two receptions. It is frustrating my guy micah i don't uh, know how you don't make a move on the offensive side of the ball if the offense has a slow start for three weeks straight that's not personnel at that point it's coaching what's more it's coaching that can't fix itself i agree with that take blake badger i'm uh i think i'm more upset that there is never accountability there is excuses there are excuses every week it's almost like someone is scared to do something i don't think they're afraid I think they've got an idea that's on a whiteboard, much like the nickel four, two, and this is who we are and it's going to work. We're going to stick with it. We're going to trust the process. And I think until something goes wildly bad, like possibly today, they're just going to keep chirping, right? The company line, Mike, Mike says Dorsey needs to be fired at the end of the season and possibly McDermott as well at the end of the season. So we're going to let the season go to shit. And then fire the guy. All right. Carm Bosco have underscore lifer. Your name on your account is perfect because that's what your comment is. I think he's talking to me. Oh, well. Well, thanks for the thanks for the tweet. <laughs> Whatever. A dash Mayo. Too much crying going on. It's a bad loss, but there's a whole lot of games left to play on to Tampa Bay in a short week. Look at that. See there, the glass is half full. Not all of us are glasses half empty. Espo, I understand why the Bills don't want Josh running. However, Josh needs to run. Amen, brother. He gets amped when running. His team gets amped. Bills Mafia gets amped. Let the dude run. We're on the same page. JC, the Bills are beat up right now. The last two weeks, their opponents, who have been embarrassed weekly, brought a physical style of play. It happens in the NFL. The real the real football is played in November, December. Okay. Uh, must keep the locker room tight and get healthy. Well, the locker room is, there's no cracks in the armor yet, but we seem to be headed down that path pretty quick. Oh, Colty has a three of three. Uh, Josh was Josh when we needed him in the second half. However, the drop passes by all, especially Knox, killed us. The defense is so sad at this point. What was good about them? Lastly, I will be at my first Bills game on Thursday night from Wyoming. Can't wait to meet some of our guys. There's some of the guys. 
or I think you mean saying some of you guys. Colty, that's awesome. Hope you have a great freaking time at the Bills Bucks game. Leon Brooks, I'm opt- optimistic that they will not screw up a top 10 pick next year. <laughs> wow. Wow. Top 10. So we're finishing below the Patriots or below, at least below the Jets. Adam, Madden curse is real. That's a scary thought. Johnny D, please fire McDermott. Tommy K, this team is average at best with a subpar coaching staff. Pops Mafia, no huddle seems to be the only offense that's working. Why not start the game with it? Four-minute offense, please. Joe Miller said the four-minute offense. Dan Pete uh, Petri. Petri? I hate to be critical, but shit. Somebody higher up better, uh, better say enough. We're a lot better team than the last three weeks have shown. Play calling on offense and defense better get their crap together by Thursday or it's going to be a long night. But in the end, I love the Bills. Patrick Snyder, who I'm guessing is not a Bills fan, has the giggle guy from the office. Uh, Don't like that. Christian R. Anderson. I'm almost done, by the way. I am done watching until there's a switch at OC. It might be a long wait for you, brother. We'll see you next season. Mark O'Donnell. At the end of the game, they were playing the 13-second defense. Okay. Meridian Paradise. I'll just say it. New England was meant to have this win, and nothing we could... Nothing we did or could have done would have prevented that momentum from taking us out. I disagree 100%. The Bills had a 1,000% chance of winning this game. Josh Allen left the game under two minutes with the lead, much like he did during the 13-second game. Actually, twice, I think, that game. Uh, The defense gave up a 34-yard screen pass to Ramondre Stevenson, which was utterly ridiculous and unacceptable, which Sean McDermott called out. Mallory Purcell, watching the 4 uh, 4 p.m. game, we have a problem. We need help. We need a change. Michael Mix, sickened, embarrassed, utterly flabbergasted, disgusted that... Could you guys stop using big words? It's late. It's been a long day for me. (laughs) Disgusted that the Bills defense made Mac Jones look like John Elway. I wouldn't go that far. Where were the offensive adjustments in the first half? At least Kincaid and Cook showed up. By the way, I've got one dude award. Dalton Kincaid. He looked incredible. The dude can catch the football. I love Dawson Knox, but stop throwing the football to Dawson Knox. Only throw it to Dalton Kincaid. I don't care what Dawson Knox is getting paid. Throw it to Dalton. Bill O'Ryan. They are bad and don't think it's a joke. Don't think so. And if you don't think so, it's a joke. I have another super super chat here from Payton Plays. I'm going to jump over to Payton. Payton, my guy. I ha- uh, haven't watched Joe. We have a four minutes of offense. Wait, haven't you watched Joe? Oh, we have four minutes of offense. <laughs> you got me. So as much as I'm calling for the four-minute offense, you're saying that they've got only four minutes of offense. Well played, my friend. Well played. Uh, BC, I just hope we make the playoffs. Other than that, I have zero additional expectations. Ch- uh, Chuck716, frauds. Travis L, absolute dog shit. <laughs> How many of these things are there? Good Lord. They just keep going. <laughs> Where is the end of these things? Just make it stop. Where are we at? Uh, where was I at? Da, 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 da. Sorry. Uh, David Serrano, average team. Dorsey needs to go. FL Hokey, Philly. I, I don't know what I'm committing to. If this, if, if, if I get 90 every week, like the show is going to be the overreaction tweet show. Philly, Casey, and Dallas are going to treat us like a $2 hooker if we don't straighten up. <laughs> Oh, that was amazing. K-Van, how many times this year have we checked out of a play on first down to a run that gets smothered for one yard? At least 30. <laughs> the good Jay, don't show up to any home games so they know the Bills Mafia are really, or how, they, how the Bills Mafia really feels. Russell, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Bobby Benerson gives me a gif of uh, a guy screaming out the windows. Nate Williams, a gif of somebody just closing the door. Brandon, four and three, Sabres season. Cindy B, where's Vaughn? Vaughn played together. He's still on a pitch count. Give him a chance. He's got to get healthy first. Tom says, yeah, well. Benjamin Wilson, angry face. Uh, Ven- Veneno76, Carcerella has the little boy crying. Uh, TNK Driver is laughing, so apparently he's a Dolphins fan or something. Uh, Thomas P, Fire Dorsey. Our uh, Roz, all I can say is that this is the time to start heating up as the schedule only gets tougher from here, but we're as cold as ice and we have a short week. Myocarditis, WTF, is the gif he gives me. Um, I'm almost done, I believe. Maybe it's time to extend this worthless head coach and GM. Oh, wait, they already did. That was from Filthy Beast. I got three more. I feel like everybody's logged off already. Everybody's like, I'm done listening to this crap. Harley King, uh, they look like complete shit. Unfortunately, all the hope in the world won't will this team through this year. Yes, you can stick a fork in them, and it's killing me to say that. Man, everybody's doomsday. Holy cow. 
even I said that they have time to turn this around. And I like came out hot. I came out guns hot in this show. Edna Van Racing, Dorsey Smart, not conservative, saying consumes. Oh, oh, Dorsey Smart, not conservative, saying consumes my thoughts. What about that helps Josh play to his strengths? What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Let Josh run and gun. Amen. Football dad three, the Bills are playing bad enough to not overcome bad officiating. That is absolutely the right call. Not blaming officials, just blaming bad plays, as officials are horrible every week now anyways. Shadowstorm 1619, sick of this S-H-I-T. And that was the last tweet. And dare I even bother refreshing the screen to see if I've got a couple extras? I don't think I do. I don't. That's it. So those are all of your tweets, and it took me 34 minutes to get through them. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Overreaction Buffalo Post Game Show. I got nothing left to say. I got to close the show. Uh, thank you guys so much for being a part of the show. I feel better, at least for the next 10 minutes. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate all of you that stick with me and hang with me. Uh, you guys are the best fans. Fan, This is the best fan base in the world, and the fact that you guys listen to me, uh, an all-pro on the couch, offensive coordinator, talk about our offense. Uh, super appreciative. But uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Thursday's around the corner, so we're not going to have to rest on this one long. Uh, we have the Bucks coming into town. I'm not going to be able to go to that football game. Uh, but uh, I think next week, this show might be at like 9 o'clock Friday night. I have a medical procedure on Friday morning, which is probably TMI. I'm unavailable Friday morning. So it'll probably be Friday night around 9 o'clock will be the overreaction to Buffalo Sports Show. So be on the lookout for that. But I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. For Joe Miller, for Buffalo Rumblings, for everybody here, go Bills. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today